Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into Believe in Ravens, right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers coming at you. Hit me up on Twitter at MrRogers99 and on Instagram at MrRogers98. Rate, review the show. Let me know what you think. I always love hearing from Ravens Flock, especially during these times, as I feel like we are in sports purgatory right now with the coronavirus pandemic. And we all are trying to get through this together. I talked about it on last week's episode, how we are all united against this one enemy and this one enemy being a virus that we can't even see. So it is definitely a unique situation in the world right now, and like I said, we're all going to get through it together. So I hope you are staying safe, staying healthy, enjoying yourselves with your families, jamming out to some tunes, listening to some good podcasts, especially here on the Believe Network, and maybe Tuning into some Netflix, Love is Blind. Definitely check that out, folks. Okay, what's on tap here? Michael Brockers and his supposed deal with the Baltimore Ravens goes haywire. What went down? I'll talk about it. By the way, Jimmy Smith. Oh, yeah, he is back. I hinted at it last week. It is a done deal. Ravens bringing back Chris Moore and trading away Chris Warmly. Interesting move there. We'll talk about that here on this show. And to wrap up, I will discuss why inside linebacker is all of the sudden a huge priority for the Baltimore Ravens right here on the Believe in Ravens podcast. Cam Rogers with you. We're going to take a quick break here and let you know a little bit about LinkedIn Jobs. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. And the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so let's talk about Michael Brockers here. First of all, let me just say, I was excited to bring this guy in. Like I talked about last week, there is immense value in a defensive lineman, especially on the interior, that can eat up double teams on that offensive line and A, free up the linebackers to get after the quarterback and B, free up the defensive ends to get those one-on-one situations, i.e. a Calais Campbell, right? So 
The deal fell through. Here is the exact tweet from the Baltimore Ravens. Quote, The Ravens will not sign Michael Brockers as previously reported after being unable to come to an agreement on terms of a contract. So what happens? Michael Brockers remains in L.A. with that really ugly logo and signs a three-year deal with the Rams. And this, I think, points to a bigger picture here. It's not just about Michael Brockers, but what went down, the Ravens were reportedly concerned about an ankle injury Brockers suffered last year. Now, with this pandemic that's happening, the Ravens doctors were unable to perform a physical on Brockers. Ergo, you have to wonder if more quote-unquote deals will fall through. Because you don't have the ability to do these physicals with actual team officials. The Ravens knew about this ankle injury, of course, because they watched the tape last year. But also, an individual doctor warned the Ravens about this. So back to the macro perspective here. Is there going to be more of this? Where we have these deals, but then cold feet starts to set in with leadership on these NFL teams. And obviously that was the case with the Baltimore Ravens, and I understand it. You're shelling out a lot of money for this guy, millions of dollars. This isn't a game per se, so you want to play it conservative. But at the same time, it's like, okay, how concerning could it possibly be? And then you have to look at, okay, what's the offseason schedule going to look like the rest of the spring and into the summer. When are OTAs going to start? When is training camp going to start? Is the cut deadline going to be moved? So I understand that the Ravens are playing coy a little bit because, okay, we are in a very unique time in society right now where there's just a lot of unknowns. This is one big fluid situation, and the fact that the draft is going to go as planned is a tad surprising to me. Roger Goodell made the announcement. Now, there's some buzz out there that a few GMs are pissed about this, and I somewhat understand that as well. It is nice to see something going as scheduled, But at the same time, no fans, nothing like that. It's going to be not as exciting. Let's put it that way. Obviously, the draft is always exciting, but relative to what it could be in Las Vegas, are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. So you juxtapose the two, one being in a studio with just Roger Goodell making announcements and another being on the Las Vegas Strip, right? So... Back to the original point, yeah, we could see more deals falling through because of all of these unknowns right now in the National Football League. And this might not just be for the NFL. It could be for other leagues coming up. And this fluid situation, of course, applies to every single sports league out there because they're all dealing with this. They're all dealing with this virus. We don't know when we will go back to work, per se, or be able to go to our yoga studio, as I hope to at some point soon, or the gym, or the bowling alley, 
or to actually go on a real date and not a FaceTime date. Which I did, by the way, a couple of days ago. And let me tell you, it kind of felt like I was on a conference call with a coworker. But I digress. All right, let's talk about Jimmy Smith. It's a one-year, $6 million deal for the cornerback. And obviously, this makes the Ravens' secondary scary. In a good way. Marlon Humphrey. Tavon Young, yes, he will be back, and I hope he will be healthy. Marcus Peters and Jimmy Smith at the corner position alone. Need I say more? And I talked about Brandon Carr last week. Yeah, it kind of sucks. He was that Iron Man in the secondary, very reliable, very durable. But the fact that the Ravens did not exercise that option on Brandon Carr told me, okay, the Ravens are focusing in on Jimmy Smith. Take care of Jimmy. Brandon can go. You got to cut your losses sometimes. So understood there. Good to have Jimmy back. And let me just say also, it is really nice to say that the Ravens don't have the secondary as a weakness. That wasn't the case last year either. But for so many years, it was. The linebacking core was good. The defensive line was good. But it was always that secondary for a few years, especially in the Joe Flacco era. Not the case right now. And that is a beautiful thing. Okay, we're going to talk about Chris Moore and plenty of more news, but first a word from our friends at True Classic Tees. Want to give a shout out to the fabric that's currently on my back. True Classic Tees, baby. Formal wear is out. The t-shirt is in. It's a company based in LA. Soft, beautiful. They hold up well in the wash, and they are truly versatile. You could wear it to the gym, and then happy hour. I'm telling you, you guys will love these shirts. And they are cheap as heck, only $15. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the promo code at checkout, B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. Again, that's BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V at trueclassictees.com. Okay, so as I mentioned, yes, the Ravens are bringing back Chris Moore at wide receiver. He's more of a special teams guy at this point. In fact, that was his exclusive role a year ago. And he can be pretty serviceable in that department, so I think it's a good move. I mean, one thing I will never question in terms of John Harbaugh's decisions selecting guys for special teams because that's his bread and butter. Moore is now in the fold and rejoins a receiver core with five other players currently under contract. Hollywood Brown, Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed, Jaleel Scott, and DeAnthony Thomas. Not exactly a wide receiving core that is going to scare opposing defensive backfields. Let's put it that way. And that's why wide receiver is a big priority for this draft. Robbie Anderson did not come to the Ravens. Emmanuel Sanders did not come to the Ravens. Amari Cooper did not come to Baltimore either. And that's okay. I mean, you look at the offense from last year. It was a deception-based offense running the football play action to the tight ends, and then sprinkle in a little wide receiver here and there. Obviously, Hollywood Brown, especially in week one, 
had his highlight moments. Still looking for that big-bodied receiver that can go up and get a football. An Anquan Bolden type of player. Can Miles Boykin be that guy? We shall see. He's still young, so there's time. But the Ravens really have to look at wide receiver in this coming draft. I think it's wide receiver at the very least number two on the priority list, if not number one. But I think number one is inside linebacker because if you look at the depth chart, yeesh, not exactly ideal for that position. Okay, meanwhile, the Ravens have traded Chris Warmly to the Steelers. Yeah, a very rare intra-divisional trade. Not a bad deal, though, for Baltimore. The Ravens get a fifth-round pick in the 2021 draft. Now, Warmly was a third-round pick a few years ago, but really hasn't been a great player in the NFL. So even though there's Justin Ellis, you have Ward, you have Campbell on that defensive line, low-key, the defensive line for the Ravens should be a concern especially with what happened with Brockers. I was excited to have Brockers and Brandon Williams and Calais Campbell as that trio there. But now, depth is a concern. I like Justin Ellis. Obviously, Campbell can do electric things. But that interior in particular, let's say Brandon Williams goes down, then what? Right? And God forbid he does. But it could happen, and you have to have that contingency plan if need be. So all of a sudden, the interior of the defensive line for the Ravens is becoming a point of emphasis, at least in my opinion. I don't know what the front office is thinking, but I think it's certainly a possibility. So we shall see. Again, Missed opportunity, in my opinion, with Michael Brockers. I would have loved him on that defensive line, but the Ravens got some intel, and that intel led them to saying, yeah, go ahead and sign with the Rams. By the way, the amount of money that Brockers got with LA seems to tell me that he's just fine and healthy, but who knows? Okay, we're going to talk about the inside linebacker position coming up after this word from betonline.ag. While you're waiting this out at home with us, you can still have some fun betting at Bet Online. With no MLB, NHL, NBA, you might think there's nothing to bet on, but with Bet Online, there's still hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. We're talking about MMA, American Idol, the elections as well. There is still fun to be had at betonline.ag. Just use my promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, the fun never ends. Okay, so if we are not talking about wide receiver or defensive line in terms of priorities for the Ravens, we certainly have to talk about inside linebacker. So if you ever have a discussion with a Ravens fan and they bring up wide receiver 
and D-line and no mention of inside linebacker, scream it to the rooftops because inside linebacker is a concern. Why? Because Patrick Owasso just signed with the Jets. So he's off in the Big Apple now, reuniting, by the way, with a former inside linebacker in C.J. Mosley. Now, what you're thinking is, well, wait, Cam, didn't Owasso move to weak side linebacker thanks to Bynes there, who played pretty well on the inside? Josh Bynes? Yeah, you are right. And Owasso played a lot better at the weak side. But here's the thing. Bynes is gone. And now Owasso is gone who, again, had experience playing at inside linebacker. So here comes the depth argument for the Baltimore Ravens. All of a sudden, the interior here, guys, is getting a little thin. And by interior, I mean of the defensive line and the linebacking core. The Ravens' main weakness in terms of stopping the run last year, and they were good enough, but when they weren't good, they couldn't defend the edges. And now you have this situation where there's no Michael Pierce, right? There's no Brockers. Owasso is gone. Bynes is gone. Those are four interior-type players who are no longer on Baltimore. Now, I don't mean to bring up this doomsday scenario here, but it is worth considering, So I hope that the Ravens put inside linebacker as that priority number one, and I think they will. Whether there will be somebody good enough for the Ravens to select at that position in the early rounds remains to be seen. We know what the Ravens like to do. Best player available, and I think that is a fine approach. I always think it will be the right approach when you draft in the NFL. So, I mean, who's at inside linebacker right now? Chris Board? Like, that's where we're at right now, guys. So let me know what you think, by the way, on social media. Hit me up on Twitter, at MrRogers99 and at MrRogers98 on the gram. Sort of an interesting situation here with Baltimore. And we know that the NFL draft will be a month away. So you can expect a lot of draft content coming your way right here on the Believe in Ravens podcast Mock drafts, good guests here, draft analysts. Maybe I'll have Tony Pauline come on my show, one of the podcast hosts here at the Believe Podcast Network. A lot to talk about with the Ravens as we go down the pipeline here in the spring. Again, some unknowns right now with the coronavirus pandemic that is going on. It seems like, guys, we are still on the exponential part of this curve, and we may not hit the peak of this curve until late April, right? So then you have a situation where everything's just going to get pushed back. And a lot of these league officials, not just the NFL, but league officials elsewhere have to get creative about scheduling. I just saw some news about the PGA Tour in that the U.S. Open is getting moved to late summer and the U.S. Open was going to be in June. So keep that in mind here. Keep track of all of the news with the Ravens, of course, on your favorite sites. Of course, follow me on Twitter at MrRogers99 for my input as well. This has been Believe in Ravens right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next week. Peace.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.